and we're live. Good morning and welcome to the Pete Braley Show. I'm Pete Braley along with my co-host, the show creator, executive producer, another sleepy Red Sox fan, my son, Matts. That's me. Right. But we're, we're, riding on, uh, we're riding on the high from that game. Yes, we so, are. So we're good. Talk about it next. We have a great show planned for you today. Our goal is to simply start your day off on a positive note. And uh, if you enjoy what uh, we do here, be sure to hit the like button and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. We are obviously live weekdays at 8 o'clock here on YouTube, but uh, we're also available on all of your favorite podcast apps. So be sure to check that out. Coming up today, we celebrate a Red Sox win. What is your state's favorite Halloween candy? There is a story that ranks every state's. We'll check out a few. We're not going to do all 50. Paul McCartney says it wasn't his idea to break up the Beatles, and he tells us who did. William Shatner has to wait another day before boldly going where only a few have gone before, and the majority of Americans say they will celebrate Halloween. Those stories coming up, but how about them Red Sox, huh? Win yesterday against the Tampa Bay Rays, and I gotta say, I doubted them. But when? You- when? I, well, in the, the be- be- in the beginning of the series, beginning of the okay. series, I was All right. worried. All right, but you I thought, said I thought you were talking last night. Oh, no, no, because they did. They slipped well, up. They slipped up a little bit. If you missed the game, they did have a five nothing lead, and they I did. thought, oh, this is great. Yeah. This is great. Then it was five one. Then it was five three. Then it was five five, and I thought, here we go. They can't make it easy on us. We have to go back to Tampa for a game five. What got me a little worried last night is we hadn't scored since the third. We scored all of our runs in the third inning. That's right. And then nothing. Nothing. Yeah. But we won. That's all that matters. They w- they wanted to make it interesting. Yeah. They wanted they wanted to make it exciting, and that they did. Kike Hernandez delivered Boston's second straight walk-off win as he scored Danny Santana with a sack fly in the ninth inning. Santana was in to run for Krishna Vasquez. Red Sox beat Tampa six to five, and now they wait to see who they uh, will play in the American League championship series it will either be the houston astros or the chicago white Sox. houston leads two games to one with game four today in chicago i i don't want to play the astros i just i just don't i mean it would be fantastic to beat the astros yeah it would but i don't know if i'm i'm tired of seeing the astros or i know the the Sox have haven't they struggled against houston each time we've played them? We have. Yeah. This year, are you talking years past in the playoffs? In the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was the one year we beat them, and we yeah. won the World Series, but... Yeah, the Astros, I, I don't know. I just, They just can't They can't win the World Series, right? Like, that would just be... I know. And, uh, and didn't you tell me yesterday the White Sox are already claiming cheating? There's no, there's no official reports yet, but yeah, yeah. I think so, someone said that they were stealing signs, so... The schedule is out. Game one will be Friday at either Chicago or Houston. Game two, Saturday at Chicago or Houston. Then games three, four, and five will be at Fenway. Game three will be Monday. Game four, Tuesday. Game five, if necessary, Wednesday. And then if necessary, it goes back to the other ballpark for games six and seven on Friday and Saturday of next week. So... Look forward to a lot of late nights. Yeah, I do have to say, uh, Diane said good morning and sincere congrats to Red Sox, Red Sox Nation. Thank you. I wasn't going to say anything about her 
Uh, Facebook post this weekend how she should eat crow and yeah. how she needed a bigger boat. And Gary did say, hey, Diane, guess that broom got returned back to the store. Oh, Diane was talking a lot of crap. Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Not going to get hostile. Nope, but, uh, nope, not going to happen. But oh, is it sweet to say that we won. <laughs> uh, and Abby Braley is here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I well, was getting worried back. we hadn't yeah. heard from you. I know you have a job that you work nights, so makes mornings interesting. Welcome back. So, yeah. On the calendar for, and by the way, welcome to any new viewers we might have or new listeners on the podcast. Welcome. On the calendar today, it is Tuesday, October 12th. This is show number 80. 47 days until Thanksgiving, 77 until Christmas. And yes, my countdown's underway now. We'll do this every day. It is National Savings Day, which I guess needs no description. National Free Thought Day. It encourages people to be free thinkers and base their opinions on facts, science, logic, and reason. Basing opinions on science? What's the fun in that? I know. It's National Farmers Day and National Gumbo Day. Originating in southern Louisiana during the 18th century, gumbo typically consists of strongly flavored stock, like soup, with meat or shellfish, a thickener, and seasoned vegetables. Most people serve it over rice. We made gumbo a time or two. What? Yeah, we did this, I guess, when you were much younger. When the uh, the Pats were playing a Super Bowl in New Orleans. And we just went crazy, made gumbo one night. Made some no, good, good I, gumbo. I have never had that. That was before your time. Huh? B. <laughs> I was going to say BM before Matt, but BM has other <laughs> other meanings. So. Especially after eating gumbo. Very yeah. similar meanings, I guess. Yeah. On the date book on this day in 1892, the U.S. Pledge of Allegiance was first recited in public schools. On this day in 1900, the first modern submarine is commissioned by the U.S. Navy as the USS Holland, named for its designer John Philip Holland. Imagine 1900. They were talking about submarines. 1900, they look at you and they're like, look... We want you to go in this tube that's going to be very deep in the water. Imagine the first guys that did that. You want me to what? Where? You'd have to like drug me to get me to do that. On this day in 1901, Teddy Roosevelt renames the executive mansion as the White House. 1920, construction begins on the Holland Tunnel connecting New Jersey and New York City. On this day in 1931, Christ the Redeemer statue opens standing 98 feet high on top of Mount Corcovado overlooking Rio de Janeiro. We have a photo of it. It's, you've, I'm sure you've seen it. I think, what, one of the Olympics was held there and they kept yep. flying by it. Yep. On this day in 1933, Alcatraz became a federal prison. On this day in 1964, TB38 in Boston begins transmitting. On this day in 1967, the St. Louis Cardinals beat the Red Sox four games to three in the World Series. That was the impossible dream team in 67. On this day in 1971, Jesus Christ Superstar opened in New York City. And on this day in 1979, the Boston Celtics had a win over Houston at the Boston Garden. What makes that interesting is that game marked the debut of a rookie named Larry Bird. That same night in Los Angeles, Magic Johnson made his debut with the L.A. Lakers. Celebrity birthdays today. Hugh Jackman is 53. Nancy Kerrigan, 52. 
Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains is 51, and Olympic skier Bodie Miller is 44. You mentioned a few people checking in. Do we have any comments or anything else this morning? Uh, Abby just said, how about them Red Sox? And yes, with this new Bond movie. It's been late nights and non-existent mornings. Oh, the new Bond movie's out. That's right. The the last one that, uh, what's his name? Daniel Craig is, is going to be in. I've never been a big Bond guy. Should I be? Should no, I, be, I never have should either. Should I be getting into this? I wonder, and, and how many do we have to watch? That's true. How the, far back do you go? There must be, what, maybe a dozen by I now? I have no idea. Because there have been three different James Bonds, haven't they? Sean Connery, Roger Moore. Was there someone before Daniel Craig? And then Daniel Craig. So. See, this is what I, don't, what I don't like. When you look it up and, and Google doesn't spit out the... The answer in big letters. Yeah. Just give me the facts. Uh, 12, 12 actors, 27 movies in 59 years. How many? T- uh, 12 actors, 27 movies in 59 years. Wow. Yeah. 27 movies. Yeah, that's from, it's from a .net website. So I don't know. Can we believe it? Uh, I don't know. That, that's the answer I got for you. It's on the internet. It must be true. That's true. It must and, be true. And we, we decided today is a day of ignoring science. No, using no, science. No, no, it's supposed to use using science. Using science. Science right. and logic. Yes. yes. Today's random question, if you want to think about this and answer this in the chats or maybe comment if you're watching this later in the day, if you could go back in time, what era would you choose to live in? If you could go back in time, what era would you choose to live in? Would it be the Wild West? Would it be uh, revolutionary times? We'd have powdered wigs. Would it be, uh, say, the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s? Give it a thought. What, uh, what if you go back in time? If you could go back in time, what era would you choose? All right, football picks here, and then we've got some uh, football news. Monday Night Football last night, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens mounted an incredible comeback against the Indianapolis Colts. Never saw that coming. They scored 16 points to force overtime and then won the game 31-25 to in overtime. I can never tell if you're being sarcastic. Never what? saw that coming, as in the comeback I t- or the Ravens winning? Uh, the Colts winning. Okay, okay. That's what I meant. Got you. I, I got to okay. be more Because at first I was like, you picked the Ravens. I have literal proof that you saw that coming. Yes, but I, you're right. I, I need it. to explain. I, I didn't expect the Colts to, to be in the lead That's by true. 16 points. That's a good point. So, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. How do we do on our pick? You, you said that we're virtually tied. We're still tied. Well, no, no, no. We tied this week. You're still up by two games. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I was surprised, I got to tell you, when the Bills beat the Chiefs. Because the, o- the only differences we had were the Seahawks-Rams. I picked the Rams. So I, I, I gained a game. Right. But then you took it right back because the Bills beat the Chiefs. Okay. And I know there was there was somebody on Facebook that was upset with me for picking the Chiefs. <laughs> the uh, our, our friend from Buffalo. Yes, I thought the Chiefs at home. I, I said that Kansas City is one of the few fields that I will do that. I would have done the same, but I wanted to be different. I wanted us to have a little difference. And to be quite honest, uh, anonymous Bills fan, mm-hmm. I needed the we needed the Chiefs to win. We need the we need Buffalo to lose some games with Patriots fans. Right, we do. It's one of the rare occurrences where I'll root for the Chiefs, but I was rooting for the Chiefs, and they let me down. Yes, they, they let did. me down. It was a weird game, though. I don't know if you saw. There was a, a lightning delay. 
I read about it after. Halftime was uh, extended. Halftime was like an hour long or maybe more than that. And I guess the Bills were tweeting out because the visiting locker room mm-hmm. at Arrowhead Stadium, they said it's small and hot. Ooh. So a lot of the guys were hanging out in the tunnel mm. <clears throat> to yeah. get some fresh air. Yeah, I know the uh, the broadcasters, they were just re- like hardcore recapping the previous games. <laughs> In depth because they just needed to fill that Let's time. Do it so again. They got they got to the end and I, it was like Tony Dungy and uh, I'm not sure who the host was, but they were like, "We still have two more games, but we're we're <laughs> we're, we're actually going back, going back to it." But yeah, so the Bills Bills disappointed me. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs no, disappointed. The Chiefs me. disappointed. Chiefs dis- I mean, they both disappointed me because the Bills. Read, why are the Bills that good? I, mean, I, I get it. Josh Allen's great. But. Yeah. I read some comments uh, from a, from a writer or something on Twitter. That this Chiefs team is just not good. I don't know. Okay, you also had a writer. Uh, shout out to the writer. I don't know your name, but you said this Red Sox team just isn't good and that the beginning of the year was a fluke. They said that yep. we were a bad baseball team. Yep. Suck yep. it. <laughs> okay? Okay? He did make a point, though. I, I I don't know if we're talking about Peter Abraham from the Globe. I don't know. You and me fought about this at, at one point. Yeah. He did make a point, though, that uh, that play last night where uh, Verdugo got thrown out of third. Yes. Coming for a second. He says he never should run. Probably true. Fly ball to right field because I guess there's some old baseball axiom or whatever that's you don't want to make the first or third out at third base. I don't know. What- yeah, I mean... I don't know. I think a lot of these unwritten rules kind of go out the window in playoff baseball. True. It's a lot in playoff baseball. It's a lot easier to to score. I mean, well, in any baseball, it's a lot easier to score a run from third than it is from second. But I'm, you got to take chances. Right. You know, swing momentum, stuff like that. So I don't know. You know, it ended the right way. Yes, it did. Yeah. A couple of other football notes. John Gruden has resigned as the head coach of the Raiders. After a report last night in the New York Times revealed he used homophobic and misogynistic language in emails over a seven-year period, ending in 2018. Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson is expected to miss four to eight weeks after getting surgery on the middle finger of his right hand. I would highlight that finger, but mom never wanted me to do that. Mm. Wilson injured the finger in Thursday night's game against the Rams. He underwent the surgery to repair a ruptured tendon on Friday. I guess it's called mallet finger. Mallet finger? Basically, a tendon breaks, and so your finger, Cat was telling me, your finger is just like bent you can't straighten out your finger. Kind of hard to drink your coffee. Yeah. Or is it easier to drink your coffee? Oh, You know, just maybe. hook it on there. And the Pittsburgh Steelers and local authorities are investigating the spreading of ashes at Heinz Field after Sunday's game at the Broncos. Crews say someone spread a relative's ashes partially in the stands and on the edge of the field. The Steelers say they are aware of the issue and do not condone it. In Pennsylvania, by the way, ashes are not permitted to be spread anywhere without the property owner's permission. See, if you asked, they probably would have let you, you know? Yeah, I, you know, when I read this story, I was thinking, how many ashes have been spread on Fenway? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. When I die, I want my ashes spread on Fenway. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like generally, you know, things like that, 
they they they're they're fine with it. Are they? You, yeah, you just gotta get their permission. I guess they can't have you dumping it at a game. You know, yeah. somebody's got now somebody's got to go clean up a dead person. <laughs> Come on. In the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, gotta keep telling myself I'm all screwed up this week. Not yeah. only because we took Monday off, but also because uh, Priscilla, also known on this show as Trish. My name's not Trish. Yeah. She worked Sunday instead of Monday. Yeah. Someone at work needed a switch for a wedding, so mm-hmm. she said sure, uh, and then realized that meant she didn't have to work Marathon Monday. Her company provides uh, emergency services for uh, the marathon. And I so, guess it's, it's quite hectic. Yes. So I was just confused because she was home on Monday, and she was home this morning too. So it's like two days in a row. I'm not used to that. So. Yeah. That's why we don't have Studio Dog Charlie. So it feels like a Monday. It feels like a Wednesday. It feels like a... I don't know where I am. I just don't know. Thursday, for some reason. But in the news, Blue Origin has delayed William Shatner's trip to space due to high winds. Shatner, at the age of 90, will become the oldest person to travel into space when he blasts off now, planned for Wednesday, a day later than originally planned. Shatner will be part of a four-person crew aboard the rocket, Blue Origin's second human launch since its successful flight in July. Shatner's flight will last 10 minutes and reach about 66 miles into space with about four minutes of weightlessness expected. Mm. That must be so cool. Four minutes, you know? It's like, give me me some longer time up there. I know, huh? I will say it's at 8.30 a.m., so. Oh. It's kind of an issue. We'll have to... Think of what we want to do. Can you have it on your monitor? Or? Right, we'll, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Shelves at the grocery store in the U.S. will not be back to normal until next year. Supply chain issues are leading to a lack of several items at stores, including things like Rice Krispies treats, Sour Patch Kids, some Ben & Jerry's ice cream flavors, McCormick Gourmet Spices, and Marie Callender's Pot Pies. This might mean that stores won't have all the things for customers heading into the holidays, and shoppers may not be able to find some of their favorite products. Might have to be a little more flexible this year. You will soon be able to build the Titanic with Legos. I know you've been waiting for this, but it is going to cost you. The replica is the largest Lego set ever created. It's made up of 9,090 pieces. The model stretches over four feet in addition to showing off a first-class grand staircase. The Lego set will be available for pre-order starting November 1st. uh, There you go. And it'll cost $629.99. That's what kills me. What's that? The prices of these Legos, man. Insane. You know, because you read me that, I'm like, you know what? That might be a fun thing to do, you know? I mean, puzzles are fun. Yeah. I haven't played with Legos in a while. Yeah. I'm probably nerding out, but that would be fun, <laughs> you know, putting together the Titanic made out of Legos just to sink it in the bathtub because it probably doesn't float. Nice. Uh, but who's going to spend, who, is gonna, who except for like Lego professionals are going to spend that much money? On yeah. That? I'm sorry, but I, yeah. I can't. That's, that's more expensive than a PS5. And finally, tennis star Andy Murray says he's in hot water at home after someone stole his wedding ring. He was in California for the Indian Wells Tournament. He took to Instagram to reveal that after a round of practice, he left his damp, sweaty, and smelly tennis sneakers under his car outside of his hotel. 
to air them out and dry them out overnight. When he woke up, his sneakers were gone. He didn't think it was the end of the world, but then he realized his wedding ring was tied to the sneakers. He said, I basically tie my wedding ring to my tennis shoes when I'm playing because I can't play with it on my hand. So, yeah, the wedding ring's been stolen, too. I'm muted here. Hello. I was, I was drinking coffee in, in the corner. <laughs> um, see, I think that's a great place to put it, though. Like, I think that's... You would think a so. A lot of people get, like, those those rubber bands or whatever, but, like, right. he's he's like, you know, watch this. Put it on his shoes. I think that's kind of cool. Still have it. How do you not remember that when you put your shoes under your car? <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry. Who does that? Who leaves their shoes under their car? I did see that once at a rest area. Because I remember taking a picture of it and either Snapchat or something to yeah. you guys. I was on my way to Virginia to see uh, Sarah and the kids. And uh, sure enough, th there was a pair of sneakers right outside of a car. And I thought, how bad do your feet have to smell? I guess. Uh, I mean, why not bring him? It, he was at a hotel, right? Is that yeah. what he said? Yeah, yeah. Why not bring him in? Like leave him in the bathroom of the room? Maybe leave yeah. the fan on? I, I mean, one, do anyway. they smell that bad? And two... I mean, you gotta, if, if you know that, if you do this every time, right? you should know that your wedding ring's on the sneakers. Yeah, it's a habit, I guess, for him. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. Uh, what is the favorite Halloween candy in your state? Now, I'm not going to list all 50 here, but candystore.com recently released its 2021 findings of the most popular Halloween candy by state. Interestingly, three candies tied at the top, each with six states. Choosing Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Sour Patch Kids, and Starburst. Now, here's the way they judge it. Okay. They look at 14 years of sales data in the U.S. and Canada, along with input from major candy manufacturers and distributors. And they looked specifically at the months leading up to Halloween. Now, what I did was I tried to pick out the states where our viewers and we listeners know, we know we have viewers, yeah. are from. All right. So... Uh, Florida, Nathan and everybody in Florida, your favorite candy, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. There's only one right answer there. Yeah. In Maryland, though, because Gail's in Maryland, it's Hershey Kisses. Is for, it, though? For Halloween? Yeah, I don't, I mean, Hershey Kisses are good candy, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But no one, like, you're not, you're never at the store, you're like, you know what I'm craving right now? Some or, Hershey Kisses. No, you eat yeah. them because your grandmother has them in a bowl on the coffee table, <laughs> you know? Or mom puts them in the middle of cookies. Yes, okay, I, that's I a different those. story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, North Carolina, where Ryan is, Reese's Cups, number one. Cool. Amen. Rhode Island, where Gary lives, right? Twix. Underrated candy. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I, not like a lot of people Twix? talk about Twix. No, I think, I think Twix is a solid, solid candy bar. Yeah. Uh, in Virginia, for Sarah, Doug, uh, hot tamales comes in number one. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, if you like them, whatever, but you're going to tell me that that's the best candy? And, and that's a whole state agreed that mm. that was the best candy. Abby, in Vermont, it's Skittles. I like Skittles. You like Skittles. The best candy? Mm, yeah. I don't know. And Massachusetts, you ready? Yeah. Sour Patch Kids. Now, you like Sour Patch Kids, I do. right? See, why I don't, I don't hate like them, that answer? I don't like them at all. I don't like sour. Like you said, you said the top three candies from all the states were 
uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Sour Patch Kids, and Starburst. Why right. I don't hate that is because you kind of got the, the spectrum there. You got chocolate. Okay. Reese's the best chocolate. Don't right. fight me on that. Yep. That's the answer. Bottom line. Sour Patch Kids, the best sour candy. 100%. Don't fight me on that. Starburst, I, I'm pretty sure Starburst would be considered taffy. Good point. So that would be its own category as well, and yep. it's it's the leader of that category. So I think top three, that makes sense. Right. I like that. I like uh, that. But I, I mean, Sour, sour Patch Kids, I mean, yeah. they're good, so I'm not mad at, the, I mean, if if you told me the Massachusetts was hot tamales, hot tamales, I would be moving. <laughs> I would be moving right now. Would you like to know the 10 worst Halloween candies on the list? Let me hear it. All right, let's see if you agree. I'll, I'll do this, uh, count it down 10 to 1, all right? Number 10, black licorice. You know, I don't know the last time I've had it, but I know a lot of people that do not like it. Mm, I don't. I don't. Number nine is Good and Plenty, which doesn't it taste like licorice, the inside of Good and Plenty? I have no idea if what memory, that is. Yeah? Never had it. Never had Good and Plenty? Mm -mm. Number eight, Tootsie Rolls. That's it's, another one where I'm only a real eating workout. it if it's on like someone's coffee table. <laughs> it's a real That's workout. Re those it is, things. yeah. Number seven, Mary Jane's. I, again, never had it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that the small candy? It's it's also like a taffy. What kind of taste would it have? How do I describe it? It's kind of a nutty taste, right? How do you have a taffy that has a nutty taste? I don't know. If anybody can describe a Mary Jane in the chats, please do. Uh, number six, this is the 10 worst Halloween candies. Number six, wax Coke bottles. You ever had those? The little... I don't know. It's got some kind of fluid inside. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I've... I've seen them. I know what they are, unlike right. a couple others you named. Number five, Necco wafers. Now, that's like eating chalk. The Necco wafers. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, I don't really... I don't know if I've ever gotten those, like for Halloween or anything. Number four, and this is the candy I always take from you guys. I, I Reese's, yeah. I, no, no, no. Besides Reese's, Smarties. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not the uh, where did I? We mentioned something else on a previous show, but it's Smarties that I go after. Yeah, and uh, Smarties are one you you got to be in a mood to have Smarties. Yeah, you either are craving Smarties or. They make you want to throw up. I don't think there's any in between. So what are the top three worst Halloween candies? Peanut butter kisses. So like Hershey kisses? I It must be. It must be. I don't think anything peanut butter deserves being the bottom 10. Right. But I'm not familiar with peanut butter kisses. You throw peanut butter in a candy, you got a winner. Number two, circus peanuts. Yeah, why? Gross. Why did that? Ugh. And what have I left out? Coming in at number one as the worst Halloween candy is candy corn. The only right answer right there. <laughs> right there. I just whipped my mouse across my desk accidentally. Uh, Gary said Mary Jane's are peanut butter and molasses. See, that actually sounds pretty good. Okay. I that would makes try sense. It. I would yeah, try it. Peanut butter and molasses. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's not one of it. it. It wouldn't be a favorite, I don't think. No, I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't think I would hate it. And I found mom's stash. I found where she's putting the Halloween candy this year. Very dangerous. It is. But once I know where it is, it's so far. She's going to have to move it. I have stayed away from it for a week. You almost so. didn't the other night. You were talking about it. <laughs> that was the night I found it. Yeah. 
Will you celebrate Halloween? Well, the majority of Americans say they will engage in Halloween festivities this year, nearly matching the percentage of those who made the same uh, prediction in 2019 before the pandemic. Nearly all generations say they will celebrate Gen Z the most, then millennials and Gen X. Only 41% of baby boomers said the same, although that is also near the 2019 pre-pandemic level. Additionally, 24% said they plan to attend a Halloween party this year, making another rebound to uh, levels than it had in 2019. 14% said that they or their children will trick-or-treat the same way they usually do. Last year was only 7% that went. And the National Retail Federation expects $10.1 billion will be spent on Halloween this year that is up from $8 billion last year. And our thanks to Gail, by the way, who sent us this breakdown of the generations to see where you fit. There right? it is. So there you go. So I am technically Gen Z. You are technically, uh, technically Gen Z. I'm yes. sorry, everyone, for my generations. It says that I'm a... Doings. It says that I'm Boomer 2. I was born in 1961. Yeah. I didn't know there was a one and two with the Boomers. But just thought you were all Boomers. I thought so. I will say, I, th- I thought of it. Uh, I thought of another reason to back up my. If if you don't know, I, I went through this personal. What would you call what I went through on Friday? Uh, this personal journey of. Yeah. Uh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. He was kind lost. of comeback story. Said a very stupid comment. We we um, ran the video. I think yesterday yeah. or Sunday. Uh, so. Uh. For a second, I was going to say yesterday was Sunday. Anyways, what I was saying is because he said that that you know Gen Z is twenty four to blah 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 eighteen to 24, eighteen to twenty four, and yeah. I was like, wait, you can't go by ages. You got to go by the year they were born. And he was like, isn't that the same thing? And I was like, yeah, uh, kind of. But I feel, so eventually I figured out that you, you can't go by ages because when you move on in time, it's, right, you can no longer go by that, right. And yeah, so like if this chart was ages, this chart would only be relevant right now, this year, yeah. So that's right. the problem. If you go by years, yep. if you find this chart ten years from now, you'll be like, "Oh, look at this! I'm oh, a, I'm this. I'm a baby boomer." All of a sudden, <laughs> uh, and it's like, no, that's that's not a thing. So yeah. that was another reason. All right. So I wasn't completely stupid. Thank you, Gail, yes. for helping us figure that out. All right, back to our random question here. If you could go back in time, what era would you choose to live in? Did anyone comment or? Everybody hit me in the chat right now. I I would prefer just a visit. I wouldn't want to live in another era. Yeah, probably not. Because, I'm, you know, I'm comfortable in this one. Also, kind. there were many problems in many eras. Oh, the, yeah, you can find a problem. Like, anywhere. I know you said why, the Wild West yeah. as one, which would be interesting. I think mm. I would like to visit the Wild West. But people are just, like, getting shot and, like, <laughs> dying from a paper cut, right? Taking a bath maybe once a month. Yeah, so, yeah. so definitely yeah. don't want to live there. I always felt like part of me was a man of the 40s. You know, like when I watch a World War II movie, I love World War II movies because it just, it seems a time where people seem more comfortable in their own skin. Maybe not, but it did. I can just see myself wearing fedoras and I did enjoy smoking years ago and smoking was accepted in the 40s. You know, they were smoking everywhere. So that's the real reason. You want to you want to go to an era in which smoking is acceptable? No, just, you know, wearing fedora. Guys wore suits to go to the ball game. I mean, that was cool. 
I mean, you want that. You would like to get in a suit to go to a ball game. Like I said, I want to visit. I don't okay. want to stay there. All right. Just what imagine watching the Red Sox last night and everybody's in suits. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what about games in the rain? You want everyone to be in suits, little trench coats? And it looked like wool suits, too. So you don't want to get those wet. But I think that we can leave that there. Leave that alone. We can leave that there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, today's fascinating fact, by the, by the way, let me know if you get any. In, I do have in, a couple. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Abby said the 50s seemed fun, but I agree about visiting only. Yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it would be interesting to go back and see like the Wild West again, like to see how movies portray it. Like, is it? Is it real? Maybe it's just is the movies real? that make me want to yeah. visit. Maybe I go back there. I'm like, what? This is terrible. This is God awful. And if you think back to like, you know, if you want to go back to revolutionary times, George Washington and all that, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they didn't have indoor plumbing, you know? Yeah. So gross. How cool would it be? We, we got a lot of problems right now, you know, in the world. Um, but I would say a lot less problems. Indoor plumbing ain't one of them. We, we still got a lot to figure out, yep. but we're in a, a good place yep. li- living condition wise. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Gary said, would love to see the 20s, but only visit, not stay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Back in the, the Gatsby era. And Abby said they would have umbrellas and trench coats. Yeah, imagine if everyone had an umbrella. Nobody's seen the game except the front row. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's awful. But also, they were all day games, right? At the start. True, because they, they didn't, didn't have, have lights. lights. Yeah. So. I mean, it can still rain during the day, Pete. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, know. I know. Okay. All right. Um, today's fascinating fact, Betty White is older than sliced bread. Wow. You know how that phrase goes, you know, hey, he's older than sliced bread. Betty White really is. No, I don't think, I think the phrase is um, best thing since sliced bread. Since, that's right. Yeah. The first sliced commercial bread loaves were produced in 1928. Betty was born in 1922. So maybe we should say the best thing since Betty White. There you go. It's going to be a sad day when we lose Betty. Way to just bring it down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's still here. Enjoy. She's still rocking. Shout out Betty. Betty White and Keith Richards still going strong. There you go. (laughs) Who knows how he manages. I I do have not really a bridezilla story this morning, but a wedding-related story. A photographer deleted an entire wedding album after the couple wouldn't let him eat at the reception. Let me explain. The man said that he normally works as a dog groomer, but he does take lots of photos of dogs all day to put on his Facebook and Instagram. He said a friend got married recently and wanting to save money asked him to shoot it for them. So he started around 11 o'clock in the morning. And he was due to finish around 7.30 at night. He said about 5 p.m., the food was being served, and he was told he could not stop to eat because he needed to be the photographer. He told the groom he needed a 20-minute break so that he could eat and get something to drink. But the groom told him he had to choose, be a photographer or leave without pay. So the man deleted all of the pictures and left. So a lot of a lot of things going on here. I do have to say before we get to that, yeah, that every wedding I have ever DJed, and I've done I don't know maybe half a dozen dozen, and it wasn't a big thing, but I did a few. Mm-hmm. Every one I did, I was invited to sit down and eat. Yeah, they always had a table for or a place for me and the photographer. 
So I would go, you know, set up a playlist, play a couple of songs, and I could eat. Well, See, that's what surprised it surprises me that they they didn't they didn't let him eat. But also, I mean, if he didn't get paid, you don't get the photos. That's how this works. That's so, that's true. I don't know. I mean, deleting him, yeah, it's kind of a big step. But I mean, if he doesn't get paid, you get paid to take the photos. If you're right. not getting paid, nobody gets photos. So okay. I think that's fair. If they ended up paying him and he's mad about not eating and he deleted the photos, eh, that might be you might be taking a little too far. Right. But also, they said you can't eat because you got you're the photographer. Right. Do you want pictures of people eating? That's I mean, what I was I've, I've never seen a wedding album where it's like six pages of just people chomping on some banquet mashed potatoes. You know, I don't see that. I've never. Who wants that? You know, though, that at uh, your sister Kat's wedding, I'm going to take your picture with the uh, banquet mashed. I expect it just for this show. I, I expect it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I. Like you said, he didn't get paid. If he didn't get paid, he's right. justified in that. I mean, th- this is how photographers make a living. They, t- they take photos, you pay right. them, you get the photos. And I even mean, though how, he, even though works. he's not really a photographer, it's still he's performing that duty for this couple. Oh, did I miss that? Is he not a photographer? No, he well, he's he's a pet groomer who, oh. take, who takes pictures of his pets and puts them on his Facebook and Instagram. Gotcha. So See, this is the funny part about the show is while he's reading stories, a lot of the times I'm reading chats. Yeah. Yeah. So I miss yep. details. That's all right. Sound like an idiot sometimes. No, you don't. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, still, if he's, if you hired hey. him to take photos and you don't pay him. Right. Cause I mean, he's still a photographer. He takes pets photos. Right. Yeah. And he puts them on his face. That's part of his, that's part of his jobs. Take photos. I mean, yep. this is how the people make a living, man. Yep. You don't pay him. You don't get the thing that they make. This you is called supply and demand, man. <laughs> you pay, you get what you want. Time for another Guinness World Record. Let's you know, we love these. A man who has built the fastest lawnmower of all time just set a Guinness World Record. It looks like this. Doesn't really look like a lawnmower, does it? Mm, the front of it, mate, like the yeah. hood, looks like it came from a lawnmower. Nothing else. He hit 143 miles an hour on a racetrack. And then cut some grass to prove that it is a lawnmower. Ah, I was going to ask. Yeah. He claims the Guinness World Record for the fastest lawnmower ever. He broke the record by almost 10 miles an hour. So the old record was hundred like 133. He went 143 miles an hour. The uh, Speed Lever powered his homemade contraption with a 1300cc Suzuki motorbike engine. He used the front suspension from a kit car. And a trike conversion kit for the rear. The guy said it took him two years to build this. <laughs> I have so many questions. Abby did say that that tire isn't even touching the ground. And she, oh, wow, she's right. The, fr- the front left tire isn't even touching the ground. Really? See, my question is, do you keep it afterwards to cut your grass? Yeah, you're going to take that out every week or week and a half. Maybe. And, I mean, it must take you, what, like 10 minutes to cut your grass? Yeah, if it goes that fast. Well, I mean, you, you know, you got to slow down for the turns. But. I know, but the turns must be a killer, trying to turn around all the time. I mean, maybe he has a long yard. Just make the turn slow and then just sh- one you, second you're down there, spin around, come back. Do you cut grass with that just as a demonstration and then never use it again? I don't know. No, I would think you got to gotta keep that. Yeah. Now, does he try again? Do you just keep going? Do you? <laughs> is this like a... A life, a life choice here. You're just permanently on on the mission to create the fastest lawnmower. I'm gonna beat it. 
Yeah. Do you try and beat your own record, or yeah. do you do you start a landscaping business after this? Could be. Yeah. Think I mean, how many think, lawns? Think, think of the marketing. I know. If you have the fastest lawnmower, I'm getting you to cut my lawn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be tough. Our lawn is not good for a fast lawnmower. I don't. <laughs> that'd be brutal for him. I think. Did we mention this before? What? If if you think of uh, if you think of this as our house lot, mm-hmm. the house sits crooked. Crooked. On the lot. Very frustrating. And you don't really think of it till A, you go on Google Earth and you go, oh, yeah, that's weird. That's kind of weird. Or B, you try to cut the grass. Yeah. Because you can't. You start, you choose a path that yeah. you want to go, and then eventually you run into a problem. Right. Yeah. You can't square it off perfectly. No. Entertainment news this morning. A spinoff of that 70s show is heading to Netflix. The new sitcom will be called... That 90s show. And it'll feature original cast members, uh, Kurt Wood Smith, who played Red Foreman, and Deborah Jo Rupp, who played Kitty. The show revolves around Leah Foreman, who is the daughter of Eric and Donna, played by Topher Grace and Laura Pippon. So it revolves around Leah, who, as she visits her grandparents, who are Red and Kitty, for the summer. That 70s show debuted in 1998, ran for eight seasons on Fox. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I mean, it's an interesting concept. It's uh, You got a lot of pressure when you try and do something like this. Oh, yeah. A lot of pressure. Yep. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Red and Kitty, two of the, two of the best characters from that show. Yeah. I mean, that's... I would, love to, I would love to see a, like, that's... See, it gets tough when you get into the 2000s. There's no easy way to refer to the 2000s. Do we I would, ever I would love to see a, that... Yeah. that 10s and 20s right. from Red Foreman, just to see what he has to say about life right now. <laughs> what was his um, line? Just uh, just was things it? about asses. Yeah. He would put his foot in your ass. Oh, my foot in your ass. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to be, I think it'll be pretty good. Right. I, I don't know if it'll be, you know, world mind-blowing. But right. Like Squid Game. Watch Squid Game. <laughs> Do you recommend I watch Squid Game? You, now you said it's something with you Game did. of Thrones and well, I said I said it, it's uh, like the the graphicness of it, like the, like the goriness of it. There's a lot of a lot of blood, a lot of watching people get shot. Mm. Um, so um, you did you were okay with that with Game of Thrones? Yeah, so. and and The Walking Dead too. That never bothered me. But if you liked Hunger Games, if if you if this is my sales pitch, uh, with some credit going to Francis Sarah's friend. It is the Hunger Games combined with children's games combined with Game of Thrones. So if you would, if if a more gory version of the Hunger Games interests you, it's the show for you. Okay. Um, it's it's pretty good. It's eight of nine episodes, ten mm. maybe. I don't remember, mm. but pretty good. I recommend it. There is also a WandaVision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn that is in development at Disney Plus. Catherine would bring back the role of Agatha Harkness in the series, which is described as a dark comedy. In WandaVision, she started out playing the role of Agnes, that was Wanda and Vision's uh, nosy neighbor, before it was revealed that she was, in fact, Agatha, a powerful witch. Paul McCartney wants to make it clear that the breakup of the Beatles was not his idea. He says, I didn't instigate the split. That was our Johnny. He said John Lennon walked into a room one day and said, I'm leaving the Beatles. Is that instigating a split or not? McCartney said the comments in a BBC radio interview. 
to be released October 23rd, ahead of a new documentary that's coming out by Peter Jackson called Get Back. There were issues, some around the band's new manager, Alan Klein, but McCartney said Lennon was just ready to move on. Paul says the point of it really was that John was making a new life with Yoko, but he doesn't blame Yoko, although Beatles fans do. Uh, He said they were a great couple. There was huge strength there. The split was bound to happen, McCartney said, once Lennon wanted to go in a bag and lie in a bed for a week in Amsterdam for peace. (laughs) That's what he wanted to do. He says, and you couldn't argue with that. McCartney said Lennon thought his decision to leave the Beatles was quite thrilling. McCartney said he did not. He said, this was my life. This was my band. That was my job. This was my life. So I wanted it to continue. He said the Beatles were still doing good work. Abbey Road, let it be. Instead, he, George Harrison, and Ringo were left to pick up the pieces in what Paul called the most difficult period of my life. That's why wow. bands are tough, you know? You got you got to get four, especially when they get big, because then you got, you know, four or five people that... Right. That all had their own thoughts and desires but you yeah. got to try to keep the unit together you want right? to make it that's the goal but what do you yeah. do when you make it some people want to stop some people want to keep going i think you know the rolling stones still going i'm sure they've had issues over the years yeah yeah but still going uh people in the news this morning the school board in columbus ohio is not happy that a local father has been using a limo to take children to school there is a shortage of bus drivers in many cities around the country, but in central Ohio, 15 to 20 percent of the district's drivers called out almost every day last week. So the dad decided it was time to pull out all the stops after his kids missed school when their bus didn't show up. So he borrowed a ride from his dad's limousine service and he hit the road. Last Monday, he took 25 kids to school. On Tuesday, he had 42. The school district says the limo is not approved for student transportation. There is no word on whether or not there's anything they can do about it. So, I mean, safety concern-wise is the only thing I think they might have. You know, how safe is it? If it's not safe, I I can see where they're coming from. But what I think it might be is there's probably some kids that are like, I don't get to come on in a limousine. <laughs> so they're probably like, sir, sir. See, yeah. this is what this is what bugs me, though, is like, if if this isn't a thing, kids are missing school. Don't you want kids in school? Yeah. So he's providing. Why, why are you mad? He's, got, he's doing a good deed. I, it's got to be liability. Plus, I mean, you know? I, school sucks. If there's one way to get me to school, it's a limo. limo. Yeah, if, you, if you're like, hey, you get a limo ride to school. I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. I'll leave after first period, but I'm going. I did a contest once. There was one year back when I was on radio. We were looking for the student that had the longest commute. You know, the longest uh, longest time to get to school. Yeah. And how would you describe Bristol Aggie? Bristol Aggie Middle is... Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Everyone I know that went there had like a 45-minute bus ride every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the case. We had... Uh, Someone in Fairhaven who lived over near the middle school mm-hmm. off of School Street and all that would take a bus to 
Bristol County Agricultural High School, which is in the middle. I have no idea if that's actually. It is. Okay. It is. In the middle of nowhere, you know. And he had, uh, I think by the time the bus picked everyone up, and then later in the day, the bus dropped everybody off. Mm -hmm. He had uh, like an hour and 15 minute drive every day. That's crazy. So the contest was whoever had the longest, we would pick them up in a limo. Ah. And we did. Who when I I can't remember his name, but we went to his house at O Dark Thirty, you mm-hmm. know, six fifteen or something in the morning. Yeah. We picked him up in a limo and we drove him to Bristol County, uh Bristol Aggie. That's so, pretty awesome. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was it, it was a fun little promotion. And we would love to do stuff like that, and hopefully we will in the future. We just, <laughs> we, just we need to, you know. We're in a growth period. Yes, you know? yes. So keep if you keep on supporting. Yep. One day we will get limos for children. Keep on supporting and suggest Help us, us get limos for children. Please. Please. It's for the it's for the children. There are uh, starving children. Abby said they aren't mad, they're just jealous. Yeah. I mean that's what it probably is. Um see, do, do any complaints from other kids? Do any limos have seatbelts? I I've only Ooh. I've been in a limo a handful of times. I don't remember seatbelts. I don't think so. So th- but then, that's the problem I could see. But then again, I know what you're about to say. School buses don't have seatbelts. Most of them, no. So you know what we need? We need um, Mythbusters, maybe. I don't know. I feel like you guys would be the ones to do this. Are they still doing Mythbusters? I don't... I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, we need those car crash dummies. Oh, in a, yeah. In a school bus and a limo, mm-hmm. tell me if they're about the same... I would think it's probably safer in a limo, right? Because let's be honest, a school bus is just an aluminum can. Yeah, right. You ever get in a school bus and you look at those thin walls and windows and you're like, how the <laughs> hell is this safe? I know. Like you get in an accident, it's just going to squish. Who designed this thing? So Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's got like a, I don't know, a crazy steel frame to protect I think, the children. I think the issue is litigation. I think they're afraid. That if the limo gets into an accident, oh yeah, they're oh. not covered. It, that's if well, a that's school true. bus gets that's in true. an accident. Liability wise, yeah. If a school bus gets in an accident, I'm sure they're covered somehow. Solution: I am not a lawyer. Um, would never want to be a lawyer. I think it's one of the probably worst professions you could ever be. Um, <laughs> right behind accountant. Uh, but I feel like maybe if you get all the parents that of the kids that ride in the limo to sign a waiver, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep, just that so might that be they a way. can't sue the school. Might be a way. And it might be smart for the dad to get them to sign one, too, so that they can't sue him. Right. I just I mean, it's getting the kids to school. It's that or they don't go. Why would you not support this or try and figure out a way to make this work? And they're probably happy to get in the limo, right? How many times are the kids going to be happy to get in a school bus? Yummy, let's go. Give the dad a Corey check, sign these waivers, and just let it happen. Get the kids to school. They're in school. Why are we mad? Kids are in school. I was watching a TV show the other day where the dad says something about, hurry up, so you're going to miss the bus. And she's like, dad, I'm in high school. Nobody takes the bus. And I thought about that. That's true, right? No. No? People take that. What are you talking about? Well, I, I mean, she was she was saying that her boyfriend was going to pick her up. But she oh, was, well, she was saying, dad, it's high school. Nobody takes the bus. Is that a th- but that was a thing, wasn't it? Because I mean, there were there are buses at school at well, high school. Well, I know, I, but take buses. When you get into high school, didn't you? I think 
cat was driving, right? So you'd always yeah, catch not, a ride. Not everyone has a sister that's two years older than you, and it perfectly aligns right. where she can take it to school. I just didn't know if that was the thing that, that a lot of kids thought. I'm in high school now. I'm not there was like a, a brief. There was I'm like gonna a, get a ride with a friend. Yeah, there was like a brief couple month period where one of Cat's friend friends drove us because Cat didn't have her license yet. Okay, but then Cat got her license. She took me every day. Right, and then I got my license and I drove myself. Okay, so I think that's probably what they mean is like eventually. Hopefully, you get your license, you could drive yourself. But right. I mean, you know, it doesn't work out like okay. that. Not everyone has that type of situation. But getting back to that. Uh, everyone find you a cat. <laughs> uh, Catherine Braley. Yes. Not not a kitty cat. But yeah, no. Cat. Uh, yeah. Find yourself a dog. We're but, dog, dog um, people here. Oh, we, we took Charlie to Petco yesterday. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Going off on another phone. I know. We're, I mean, it's the end of the show. We're yeah. just doing what we want now. So, uh, Charlie. <laughs> Nobody's here anymore. Charlie needed a new bed mm -hmm. because he ate his last one. He did. He didn't eat the whole thing. I mean, he, he ate a hole in it. Yeah, he was, he was and he to started to get it. to the stuffing. Yeah. So, but he he was acting like he missed his bed. Mm -hmm. You know, we would we would play, and and he typically like when you try and get a toy from him, he like doesn't let you get it, and then he runs and he pounces in his bed to like hide, even though you can see him clear as day. Right. So we would be playing and he would just go to hop in something that wasn't there. Right. So, so we decided that he needed the bed. So we went to Petco because he needed the bed and he needed uh, some new toys and cause he's really in the chewing stage right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's bad. So this was the first time that I had ever gone into Petco with my pet. Oh yeah. And mom said, it's okay. They, they, they allow it. They do. Yeah. And nobody stopped us, but it, it was so weird to be walking around a store with Charlie. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's good that you're doing it now, though, like with him as a puppy, because now he should be. I think that was the problem with all our previous dogs. We never really did that. Mm. So it's not like we could just suddenly do it, because I don't think they would behave well in stores. Right. But, I mean, you're starting Charlie young. He he's did a, start. He's a young and He did start barking when he saw people, because they're strangers, and he barks as strangers. He loves you know? barking. He loves his voice. Yeah. So we started barking, and of course I started panicking. Not panicking, but I was like, Charlie, be quiet. A little be quiet. embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. It's a little embarrassing. But mom was like, it's okay. He's a dog. He barks. They're used to it. Trish loves that mm -hmm. line. He's a dog. He barks. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but he's been barking for four hours. Oh, that's what he does. He's driving me insane. Yes. All right. Well, that'll just about do it for today. Do you have comments, uh, chats to catch up on? Because I know sometimes I get rambling. So Yeah. Abby said, I mean, if parents are letting a parent transport kids to school, it shouldn't be on them. If he isn't a school employee, then forget about it. See, that's what I'm saying. Give the guy a Corey check just to make sure he's not, you know, a, a predator of some kind. Um, and have parents sign a waiver. Yeah. Then you're all set. I think. I mean, again, I'm not. I still I have nothing about law. I, I still have a, I took two business law classes. Oh, so, so you know something. Yeah, so watch yeah. out. Nobody try to, I don't know, sue me for copyright. I still can't understand why why people don't want to work. Or I I know I shouldn't say it that way yeah. because because some people don't want to work because they do have a concern about COVID. And I respect mm -hmm. that. I respect that. But there just seems to be so many openings lately. Yeah. True. I, will I don't say know what's going on. Many positions. This doesn't apply to everything. Many positions are vastly underpaid. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, that's so, true. Yes. And I know I have read since the pandemic, a lot of people are rethinking their career choices. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, all right, well. Might be in like a transition phase. Yeah. yeah. I don't really want to go back to that. 
You know, if they've been working at home, they're now, you know, come back to the office. I don't really want to go back to that. Yeah. So it's an interesting time to see all this play mm. out. But many wages do not support a living, a, a, a life, yep. you know, to, to live. So True. I think we're, uh, we got to do something about that. Anyways. That's it? Yeah. All Diane right. said school buses don't have seatbelts. Yeah. No. Well, I think we just got to test the, test the safety of the limo, you know? I feel like a limo would be safer, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. Yeah. Um, I just think, yeah. you know, as you were saying, being in a tin can, I think a limo's built more, you know. I could be wrong. Like, maybe school buses, I'm sure that they've thought of this. I'm just saying, from when you're in a school bus, it feels like you're in a tin can. It feels yep. like if you get hit by a decent-sized truck, gone. Gone. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for Ending today. On a positive note. <laughs> Take that and run with it. Yeah. yeah. We hope you start we uh, started your day off on a good note. Uh, that's always our goal here. If you enjoy what we do, please be sure to hit the like button and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. We are live at 8 a.m. on YouTube. You can also check it out later in the day. And if you listen to us, we are on all of your podcast apps. So you should be able to find us that way. We leave you with a thought for the day today, and our thought is, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in your life, you'll never have enough. The words of Oprah Winfrey. All right, go out and make it a great day. Peace.